Hello everybody, welcome to Foud Rockstar Club Podcast. Oh yes. The best days vintage, Foud Rockstar Club Podcast that talks about music, sometimes mental health and sometimes fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, I still say always mental health because at the end you always get your little piece of mental I've got, health wisdom. I've got a reading today from Buddha. For the end? Mm-hmm. For Steve's final thought? Well I look forward to that. Uh, is it about uh, weight loss? I don't think Buddha. No, Buddha not so good at that. Steve says. Let me see if I still got it. I'm, I definitely took a photo of it. Well, people don't want to listen to you. Yep. <laughs> doing your research is yep. on there. Yep. Okay. Well, inspiration later. Latest <laughs> inspiration. That's not a teaser for you. <clears throat> yeah. Dear listener, I don't know what is. We're actually this sat is... here like a couple of news presenters, facing away from each other yeah. behind individual desks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to affect the dynamic, the back and forth. <laughs> Element. I'm actually. I'm going to move my table so I'm facing you slightly. Um, I have to gaze so into your eyes. This is the last episode of before the mid-season break. That's it's right. The, the mid-season. Why did you laugh? Fin- Why did you laugh? Because <laughs> <on you? laughs> I was picturing Walking Dead. <laughs> oh right. Okay. You know, the mid-season finale, and it is yeah. a finale. To that, it Ooh, is a finale. It's a big one. This is a very significant episode. I'd say. I'd say so. So this is episode ten of twenty. <clears throat> so yeah. we're going to have a little two-week break for Christmas. Yeah. I'll be back refreshed. Yeah, because yeah, we don't want to get over it. And I've been, I've been enjoying it. So I think it's going to be a fine series. Um, so before we get into the the meat and two veg of um, this mid-season finale... <laughs> who's meat and who's two veg? Yeah. Um, I think I'm definitely two veg. I'm a vegetarian. You're definitely meat. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. Makes perfect sense. Michael Meat and... <laughs> Johnny Two Veg. Yeah. Virgil Veg. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, do you want to um, tell everyone first who we are and you know how can you find us? I would love to. I genuinely love to. Anyway, I'm Jeremy Peter Dixon. No, be honest to speak of. That's the JPD. The JPD. The Jupiter. Yeah. That's Stephen Robert yeah. Hurdle. Some be honest. We're here in our very own shop that we have grown from a, just an empty room into the beating mm. heart of the alternative. Industry in Colchester, Britain's fastest growing town, probably. I've got Britain's no... first city. <laughs> first city. Racist. Fastest. It's a Britain first city. Mm. That's not true. It has a racist element, though. Let's, yeah, let's not beat around the bush. Yeah. Let's not beat around the racist bush. Yeah. Anyway, here we are in Best Days, uh, in the heart of Colchester. You can find us at Best Days Vintage on all the social mediums and all the. Anywhere you want to find us at bestdaysvintage.co.uk for all your Christmas presents. Whether you want some beautiful sustainable fashion or some failed rockstar club merch. Oh yeah, you bloody love that. Your sister, <laughs> your sister would love that. Yeah. In fact, she called me to say she wants a failed rockstar club sweatshirt yeah. under her Christmas tree. Mm. Yeah, under her Christmas bush. <laughs> yep. Okay, so um, to get the ball rolling. Uh, uh, I've done a bit. Uh, yeah, I think we. Don't they call this bit a list? I'm very tired. Oh god! I didn't sleep well last night. That was such a good link. No, I was too busy thinking about my Christmas bush joke. Uh, uh, yeah. Reveling in the glory of your bush. A list on the playlist. Okay. Crap. Put this on your latest playlist. Take off the oasis. Replace it with some chasing status. Why you gotta say this? Trying to make your playlist a list. Well, as, tra- as is traditional, I've been searching out a track Ooh. that 
so You've good. Rummaged through the the, through the new releases, proverbial every single new release, and there are millions every week. Let me. So I am really doing some hard work for you. I hate listening to new music. <laughs> what I like listening to are the same seven albums that I've listened to all of my life. Mm. But anyway, uh, I found an interesting track this week. It's called Drifting Out. Ooh. It's by Little Dragon. Ooh. Who I think are a band. I'm not sure that's a band or a solo artist. Yep. But they've just released an EP. It's got three versions of the same song. But the one I heard first was like one what of the... What does that mean? What, remixes? Or? Well, one's a remix and then one's like a stripped down version that has a cello Ooh, underneath. Nice. That was the one that I heard first. Okay. Puffed Magic Dragon. <laughs> little, little Dragon. <clears throat> so the song's called Drifting Out. It's Little Dra- Dragon featuring Jacob Karanyi... And Yo-Yo Ma. I don't know who those people are. Any of them. But it was the song that pricked my ears up. I went and listened to it again. And then I listened to the original version. So it's weird because I'd heard a different version of it first, you see. And then I found the original version disappointing. It was the sort of sparseness and the cello. (laughs) What are you doing? It's like you're doing the... uh, Don't the lyrics sound weird? (laughs) Read your own jingle already. Oh. 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 Oh my god. Then, yep, Jason okay, so that, add that to your place. Not Jason no, Derulo. Jason Derulo's not involved. Jacob Karanyi. Uh-huh. Karanyi and Yo-Yo Ma. Little Dragon drifting out, okay? Get that on your latest playlist. Boom! Sounds good. So is it rap? It sounds like rapping. It's not rap, no. No, you're mistaken. How would you describe it? Uh, sort of. It's hard... Certainly, this version will hard to be put, hard to put in a box. Oh, box, but unbox, unbox free. This one. I don't know anything about Little Dragon. No. What? Are they it's, new it's, it, well, it's female. I think it's a I woman. Little Dragon is a woman. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know anything about them. It's just the song, you know. Okay. I, this, this isn't like Hall of Fame where I have to no. do research about the band. Okay? I just all you need to know to add this to your playlist is the name of the. Artist and the name of the band. Okay. And we definitely, after last week we discussed it, at least one person said they listened yep. to the track. <clears throat> so that's nice. Yeah. At least one. At least one. This is just one that we know about. Mm. I mean, if, if there's more of you, do get in touch. Mm. <laughs> Give put, us a call. Did, did you put it on the playlist? Our playlist, our shop playlist. Yes. Maybe. So you might hear it. <laughs> might do. It might come on and you won't know if what I it is. If I hear a haunting track. Yeah, a haunting cello. cello. Yeah. Then I'll know. That's yeah. Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Exactly. God. It's time for the news. Happy New Year! <laughs> That's the wrong one. Uh, men's mental health dropping Sunday evening. Bong. Get back, Jojo. Jez reviews the Beatles. Bong. 15 weeks of free dropping sessions. Bong. Dutch prisons are so empty they're being repurposed. Bong. <laughs> bada bong, bing, bada bing. Bong, probably bada appropriate bong. for the uh, Dutch prisons. Yeah. Well, no. That's the news. No bombs in the prison. Bongless. <clears throat> so, 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 okay, so, yeah, let's take them one by one. Okay. So, what's Again, the question? Always so, a rich tapestry. So, yeah, I always like to keep things interesting. Yep. So, yesterday in the shop, Sunday was yesterday, so recording on a Monday, mm-hmm. um, a friend of ours, Fraser, hosted a first ever men's mental health group mm-hmm. in the shop on a Sunday evening. It was four till half past five ish, and it was really, really cool. So, it was about eight to ten of us. We we had all made them everyone a coffee, 
and we sat in we sat where we sit now actually and we discussed anything from alcohol how it affects your mental health um sleep patterns and anxiety um struggling socially all these different aspects which um we were kind of shared like experiences about and also advice and tips and just spoke generally about social media the pressures that come with that and all the things that you know we spoke about in here but it was really nice and it was really positive and it was really kind of heartwarming experience well that's great to hear yeah. wasn't it i know it wasn't advertised this but it didn't happen to be lots of musicians who yeah it was and it wasn't mm. deliberate but yeah, i guess just... it's just the sort of people that obviously struggle a little bit or are interested mm. in stuff were generally musical types well we t- we and I speak as a musician myself. We tend to be tortured souls, don't we? Mm-hmm. Quite sensitive and thinkers. Yeah, just doesn't always help with your mental health. But I, I spoke to one of our younger customers who'd gone to the event, and he said he got a lot out of it. Yeah, so that's great. Yeah, and and the good thing is it doesn't take too much to to do, you know. And all you need to do is for us, we provided a space. Like um, mm-hmm. our friend Fraser organised it, but we effectively were just space blending. Mm. But as I was here, I was really interested in what we were talking about and yeah, got involved myself and sat down with everyone after I cleared up and they were kind of I was clearing up why they were kind of doing it. Had some cakes and coffee and stuff. I got I got the phone call from the, the wife obviously. The, Where are you phone call? You're never home. <clears throat> so I had to leave. Um and so I left them here and then they couldn't get out of the shop so they they were effectively locked in. <laughs> they're locked in. Yeah, but as far as I can tell, they didn't steal anything. No, well, of course they wouldn't. They didn't. They didn't seem to sorts. They seem very nice, nice affable group of men. Well, that's lovely to hear. And I, th- I mean, Fraser's certainly saying it's going to be a regular thing. We're sort of hoping it'll be like maybe a monthly event. Yeah. So if you do, just keep your eyes peeled to our social media, and we'll definitely share info about that. Yeah. Um. Get, get back, Jojo. Jez reveals reviews the Beatles. Jez reveals. I've got. Every right to review the Beatles. Yeah, I feel like we're on the similar levels. See, this is this could go on for a long time. So you... yeah, well, no, I'll keep it succinct. But I, it has really made a significant impact on me. So you've probably all—I don't know if you've seen it, but you'll have definitely sort of seen the promotional material. It has been sort of pushed heavily mm. on. Uh, it's been everywhere, really, isn't it? Yeah, it sort of captured the the public consciousness mm-hmm. to a degree. Because even if you haven't seen it, there's been clips shared on TikTok and yeah. Twitter and what have you. But it, so, if you don't know anything about it, Peter Jackson got access to a lot of the footage from when the Beatles were shooting their Get Back sessions that, that later became Let It Be. And so it was all hours and hours of unseen footage and unheard audio of the Beatles rehearsing and discussing their future and just all the stuff that as a, somebody who's been in bands, so much of it kind of was familiar. It's almost like they set the template of what being in a band is like from then on in. I think anybody who's been in a band will find it fascinating. But even if, even, you know, if you just like the music... Like music, I think. Yeah, it just, I bet it's a very much like a kind of... If you have any mild interest in music and production and creating music... Or even, yeah, or that <clears throat> era, like the 60s, this is like late 60s, mm-hmm. the fashion, there's yeah. there's a lot in there. And certainly for me as a sort of songwriter, that's the bit I found the most uh, fascinating, was just watching Paul McCartney 
you know, on the spot coming up with these. Did it change your feelings on favourites? <clears throat> no, no, it's, I still rank them the same, but McCartney did come out of it. I certainly had a newfound respect for him. Because we've always respected we've him, but... Dogs McCartney a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's an easy target, isn't he? he because beca- he's so he, naff. He's become a figure of fun in, <laughs> in has, recent yeah. years. He's become a figure of fudge. Yeah. Uh, he's just, yeah, but he's just not as cool. Looking back now, maybe but you it's can't... unfair to... Yeah, I still think he's pretty naff, and some of his songs are pretty naff, but you, I admire him as a songwriter. Yeah, like, it's just... Uh, the word genius gets overused, but just seeing him come up... he He's very much... Like sort of making up words on the spot, sort of just making sounds to fit a tune, and then going back and then filling in the syllables. Which mm-hmm. <clears throat> just having the sort of confidence to do that in front of these other, other people. people and on camera and stuff. Like and that's the producers, bit that, yeah. Like the confidence to say, "I'm well, I'm Paul McCartney." Yeah, yeah. I well, guess I that's the point, right? Yeah, that? he's got the confidence from being in the world's biggest band, I suppose. Yeah, but, and also writing some of the best songs that have yeah, ever been written. Yeah. yeah. But seeing him at work was really fascinating, and because it's so long, each ep- is three sort of three-hour episodes, and you're essentially in the same room for the whole of the episode, give or take, and so you just and it looks so clear, it's so immersive, like you feel like you're in the studio with them, sort of. Did you watch it with headphones on? I didn't. No. Would you watch it? Would you reckon? It but would I would say that would be amazing yeah, if you did. Yeah. Maybe if I ever. I if don't you, have yeah, Disney. you do. Yeah, the irony is, I've had we've had so many conversations about it, and I've seen so many TikTok clips. I had a full-on conversation for far, half an hour on Sunday in the shop with yeah. two with Sam, he, Sam and Ben. Yeah, both very very musical. Yeah, they both watched it, not seen any of it. Yeah, <laughs> you could have that. the. They didn't know that. All oh, right, you didn't say you. No, had no, I just, you I just, just, I just talked about it because I've had so many conversations about it. As far as they're concerned, they thought I'd watched. I'd they'd watched the whole thing. I don't keep going on about it. I don't stop going on about mm-hmm. it. But it's also made me go back and... Not that I never stopped listening to the Beatles, but I've gone and done a... Because it's coincided with me getting a load of Beatles mm-hmm. vinyl given to me by my uh, parents-in-law very generously. Mm-hmm. And I've re-evaluated the White Album. You know, I've always, oh, yeah. I've always sort of been a... They could have condensed that yeah. into one. Yeah. I've, changed I've, I've changed my mind, yeah. I love it just the way it is now. What? Yep. What the hell? Yeah, what I just... Changed? I don't, know, I don't know what it is, but I just I like the sort of variety and the. Maybe kind you've of, just because of this program, we've just had your eyes open. You've re- yeah, I'm listening to it with different you're, ears. You're I too guess. hasty. Yeah, I was too hasty. Even like the Ringo, the crap Ringo song gives it character and mm. colour. It's like a lot of light and shade on there. There's a couple of shit McCartney ones on there, Honey Pie, but you know, I like it just the way it is. But there you go. So I know it's on Disney Plus, so a lot of you probably don't have that. And everyone I talk to in the shop, I keep saying, oh, "Have you watched that Beatles?" And they're like, "I don't have Disney Plus." No, that's the problem. So what I'm saying they, is, they take all the best stuff that lot. They seem to. <clears> yeah, you've got Star Wars and the Beatles. What yeah. else do you need? No. But yeah, really good. Okay. Seek it out. Um, Fifteen weeks of the free dropping service. So yeah. We've been doing this service since June, I think, or July. Um, but I counted up how much money we've got left, some of the money we've been raising. We've still got 15 weeks left of cash. That's great. And we're trying to earn money all the time. So we've been doing it for nearly six months and another, what's that, another third of the year. Yeah. Effectively. Um, so yeah, it's been really positive and helping young people every single Thursday morning um, we were, in which we used the money to kind of fund it with LER Counselor to come and host it and obviously give them free, a free coffee and free drink to people. So yeah, I mean it's been all, and all of it has come basically through generous donations mm-hmm. and money we've raised from selling our Yiffy products and from 
doing the gigs in and the our shop, gigs, yeah. yeah, and fundraising from the gigs, um, yeah. And we actually we got a, we got given a hundred pounds from the Freemasons as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, thank you, Freemasons. Yeah, Mister Freemason. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go back. That was from the London Lodge. So which we used to walk past. Um, yeah, was, oh, the one, the one in Comgarden. Yeah, Com oh, right. So I'm going to go to the Colchester Lodge, lodge up, and then just go there, cap in hand, and see if we see if they'll be able to donate anything. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that's. I just thought I just counted up and thought, oh, it's nothing nice to mark. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and thank you to anybody who has donated or yes. come to the gigs and donated yeah. or bought Yiffy products. Yeah, it all goes well to helping young people. So yeah, hundred percent of the money goes towards this. So it's really good. Um, and obviously, bear in mind, I'm light on detail. Dutch prisons are so empty they're being being repurposed into schools, accommodation for refugees, and social community events. Wow! So now is this because the threshold for crime? In I think there's done something to do with it in regards to drugs, obviously drugs. Their experience drugs are legal. with what happened with in Nazi Germany with the in, like Nazis when they were taken over and they had the more authoritarian ways of ruling a place, mm-hmm. but they've had. They've, they have had a small rise in the last three years, but the last 30 years has been steadily, like, um, prison attendance has been steadily shrinking compared to the UK that's doubled in the last 30 years. So they've had to, in actual fact, before have, before turning some of these prisons into other things, they were having to import convicts from other countries just to fund it, to keep the prisons right. open, to make it worth being open. Right. But now they're starting to use these prisons. They like they are so few that all these prisons have been turned into like yeah education centres, university centres, and that the corridors make really good classrooms and that sort of stuff. And yeah, and also housing and accommodation for refugees. It's not. It's not. It's not climate based. But I thought it's. Yeah, that's an interesting story. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I thought it's kind of cool that it. You know, there are things you can do. You know, if you if, if your country's running the right way, and I don't know, maybe it's got something to do with um, all the sex and legalized. But that's only in like. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure why or how it's happened. But it's obviously like culturally over there. They're like a bit more chill. Yeah. <clears throat> well done, Holland. Yeah. So that. That's that was the news. The news. Which takes us nicely into a quiz. You know, for a man who hosts a fucking music podcast, you know fuck all about music. If I can go. Now, this week's quiz is called Jez Dixon's Richard Osman's Answer Smash. Answer smash. Yep. Now, you told me this morning you've never seen Richard Osman's House of Games, which is a shame. I've seen Richard Osman's Pointless. Okay, well, so on weekdays on BBC Two, (laughs) the last round of his quiz show, Richard Osman's House of Games, is called Answer Smash. So it's two clues which then combine to form one answer. Oh, God. Is this double work? Oh, you've done five questions? you done ten? No, no, it's ten questions, oh, but it's still one answer. Okay. But they're combined together. Okay. You'll see from... Hopefully you'll get... <laughs> you'll get them. Oh, fuck. And then you'll oh, understand the, the concept. <laughs> right, so... I'll g- give you number one. I should okay. have come up with an example, example question, but I haven't done that. Well, I, okay. I will. Okay. So... Okay, 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 okay. 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 Say I said American singer whose hits include... Uh, you've got a friend in me, and 
America. That's James Taylor. Okay. And part two of the clue would be uh, American female singer whose hits include uh, 22. That's Taylor Swift. So the answer would be James Taylor Swift. Do you see what I mean? They smash together to oh, form one answer. Oh, okay. Yes. Yep, I'm with you. This could so, well be. This could well be a record breaker. No, but the, I mean, it, okay. the clues are quite easy. He says. For example, well, we, yeah, we'll see. Okay, the Beatles' final studio studio album to be released, and Blur's second number one single. So you need the two answers and then smash them together. Mm. And I've got to say something. I'm going to put up on the podcast. I need you to sort of tell me what you're thinking. I'm thinking, let it be. Mm hmm. Let it be. Be. I don't know. I can't think of what plus. I can't. They've only had two number ones. Oh, no. And it's not country. Oh, house. let it beetle bomb. Let it beetle bomb. There you go. Bang. See, you've got one. So okay. you can relax now. Enjoy okay, the rest. Yeah, I'll say beetle bomb. Let it beetle bomb. Yeah, let it beetle bomb. I was going, be house. <laughs> be- let it be house. Let it be house. Mm. Okay, number two. Amy Winehouse's final studio album and band that's hits include Spread Your Love. And black keys. Whatever uh, happened to my rock and roll? Back in black keys. Oh no, no. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, you don't get another go. Oh. I'm afraid that's oh. Richard Osman won't let you. Okay. Fuck you, Osman. That's back to black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Oh. So it's back to black, not back in black. Oh, that's ACDC. Yeah. And yours, it's black Rebel Motorcycle Club, not black keys. So you were double wrong. Uh, <laughs> up yours, still the arsehole, lanky piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. full of a fan. Number three. 1991 salt and pepper hit about making sweet sweet love and the first single from kings of leon album only by the night let's talk about sex on fire yes oh that's really there you go these are quite easy questions but it's really hard it's it's hard to combine it and remember it well there you go that's two you two for three right track four track four question four Gary Newman's song sampled on Sugar Babe's Freak Like Me and MGMT song that opens with the line All Along the Western Front. No, I don't know. I was going to say Cars. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's, so the it. answer is Our Friends Electric Feel. Okay, no. Yeah. Okay, well. Unlucky. Oh, that that one was, that was slightly... Any, any other right, at least I'm not going to have to run around the tables with my trousers around my ankles. <laughs> in seven balls. That's true. <laughs> OK. Cure Song. That is also the name of a film that Hilary Swank won a Best Actress Oscar for. And the second single from Justin Timberlake's Justified album said to be about his relationship with Britney Spears. No, no idea. Oh, okay, uh, big, uh, boys Don't Cry Me A River. Boys Don't Cry Me A River. He's got it. There you go. Well, let me have that. Yeah, oh yeah, you know you have that. Yeah. No, you didn't hesitate for quite long enough. Uh, is it a hesitate thing as well? It, you'd be timed out. Yeah, oh. if, you, if you buzz and then you because yeah. it's on the buzzer against three other people. That's one of the hardest things. If people are going, <laughs> you know, like we tried to do ones before, go da da da, ecky da da da. Yeah, so distracting, isn't it? Yeah, very good, Steve. 
Right, okay. Number six. Lead single from Muse's second album, Origin of Sym Symmetry, and supreme single from 1964, voted number 324 in the Rolling Stone Greatest Songs of All Time. No idea. E on either? Either. Okay, let's plug in Baby Love. Ah, oh, yeah, see, I know them. <laughs> see, I don't think you, think, you didn't mm. think about it for long enough. No. Okay. I, I wouldn't have, thought, I was thinking extreme. <laughs> All right, okay. Number seven. Title track from Billy Idol's 1983 album and Coldplay's first top five hit in the UK. Oh. Is this more copy more than one word then, is it? Yeah. Each one, like both. No, it doesn't have to be. Because can, they combine part of one word in. Oh. I don't know. Not a guess? No. Not either part? No. Sliver? They called Sliver? Uh, Shiver. Shiver. Yeah. No. That was their first single, but. It wasn't at all. Yellow was the. Uh, oh. So it was Rebel Yellow. Oh. What was the answer? Yeah, of course it was. Question eight. England's official World Cup song for Italian 90, and the last track on Kid A by Radiohead. World in Motion Picture Soundtrack. Boom. If he knows it, he knows it. Yeah. <laughs> he knows it, he gets it straight away. Uh, yeah, it's over, yeah, either get it straight away or there's no. It's the pressure of being going silent on the microphone. Yeah, anymore. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. <clears throat> I, I could sing while you, no, while you're no. thinking, but I think that would put you off. But you're doing very well. Uh, number nine, opening song from Nirvana's Nevermind, and song that has been a hit for Norman Greenbaum and Gareth Gates. Smells like Teen Spirit in the sky. Yes. You're nailing it. This is your... You found your niche, mate. What is this? This is five, at least five. I think you might be on six. This could be your best. You got that one. You didn't get that one. One, two, three... No, you didn't get that one. Three... You didn't get that one. Four... Five. You're on five. Oh, so... That. That's half. That's half marks. I think six, five and a half is your record. So you get this one. Oh. You've got your record. Okay, American Close Harmony Band whose hits include End of the Road and I'll Make Love to You, plus Australian band, most famous for their hit Down Under. Boys to Men at Work. Boys to Men at Get Work! Get in He's there! Done it. He's done it! Oh, taking us into the mid-season break with a new record. Oh, that's, that's a B! That's a 60%. B. Yeah. Bravo, Steve, bravo. That was, oh, they were fun to, uh, fun to make as well, yeah. Well, I enjoyed that. Because I... Cause you knew them. <laughs> right, well, Rockbusters, let me get last week's Rockbusters. I just want to thank all the people out there, um, family, for giving me my brain, Philip Rant School for help educating me, Buckinghamshire and Children's University College. Fuck you, the people who didn't believe in him. <laughs> and Osman. Yeah, <laughs> you Osman. Right, last week's Rockbusters. Uh, quite a few people got these, so they must have been relatively easy. Uh, boat that takes the guitarist out of Queen and him out of Breaking Bad back and forth across the English Channel was, of course... Brian Ferry. The Brian Ferry. <coughs> and I reckon they could be ogres or something. Oh. They're certainly massive. They might be, be giants. giants. Well done to everybody who got them. There's quite a few people, including Giles. Of course. So let's see if we can get these bad boys. In my head, these are a bit slightly harder, a bit more abstract. Oh, Here we go. Number one. 
Name the band or artist from the clue. I'm so thankful that we are now in the part of the day where the sun has gone down. I'm so thankful that we're now in the part of the day where the sun has gone down. Number two... Not Spudsy's Sunset Suns. <laughs> no. Number two, I have recently left a pub especially for stripy flying insects. Ooh. I've recently left a pub especially for stripy flying insects. Yeah, they haven't the, pub, the pub is especially for stripy flying insects, to be clear. That's not why I left. Ooh. Anyway, well, that's yeah, Rockbusters. Yeah, so you didn't get them straight away. <clears throat> not this time. If he knows it, he, he makes a smug, <laughs> smug noise. Get it straight away. Right. It's Hall of Fame time. Failed rock star club Hall of Fame. Band or artist who deserve more acclaim. Failed rock star club Hall of Fame. I promise this band will not be lame. Now it's a very special Hall of Fame. Coil. Hall of Flames. Oh, this is a Hall of Flames. Oh, oh let, me get, let me get it up. Okay, right. This, I had to do a bit of um, wikipedia for this. Which is interesting, given who yeah. who it is. I thought it was interesting, you know, because often I will check Wikipedia to just check out, make sure that the everything's hunky-dory with information. <laughs> well, so, yeah, because <clears throat> Wikipedia is notoriously uh, inaccurate. Okay. So a band formed... Oh, years active. It doesn't seem right, but years active, 2004 to 2005... Not sure. Labels, Head Wrecker Records and Moshi Moshi Records. That's accurate. Past members, or Jamie Brown, guitar, drum machine, keys. Jez Dixon, keys, lead vocals. Mm -hmm. Nick Ebura, drums. Stephen Bobby Hurdle. (laughs) Is that what it says? No, Steve Hurdle. I've made that up. I'll make make it factually accurate. Steve Hurdle, guitar. Backing vocals. Oh, not my words, but the words of Wikipedia. Ralph DeQuila, <laughs> bass guitar. <laughs> Fans of Kate. Wow. So, in case it's not clear so far, that is our old band, our which old Stephen band. has deemed worthy of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I have. Fans of Kate. It's a brave choice. Described themselves. Which again, I don't think this is factually accurate. Fans of Kate described itself as a haircut band from London, and they toured the UK between May 2004 and December 2005. They played guitar and piano-driven pop rock. Well, that means that's kind of right. That bit, yeah, the haircut band. Like I, don't know where I don't think we described ourselves as a haircut band. I think a scathing review described us as a haircut band, yeah. and then we probably took it on. Yeah. As a description when people asked us. Yeah. So, the reason I put us, our, our band in, some might say arrogant, but... We always, it was we a did, joke. We've, no, because I thought it's a nice way to finish the podcast. And I always yeah. felt like, you know, we said it's for bands that maybe didn't get the hype they perhaps deserved. Mm. And, you know, we had a good old fair crack at it, and perhaps we didn't have the, the hype that we deserved. <laughs> we had, or they had, fans of Kate had... We had some hype. Two EPs mm-hmm. released, going to number eighty-two and ninety-eight. So it is. I think I tell people sixty-eight. Oh yeah, I've made it up. 
40 I said once <clears throat> now let me read a couple of reviews out <sighs> see <what> already <laughs> what are you Christian fans of Kate proudly claim to be a haircut band from London and predictably <laughs> that's as good as it gets <laughs> Whiny songs played by well-meaning but uninspiring musicians provide little entertainment for a crowd clearly waiting for the band that have all been hyped. Thankfully, their set is soon over. That is just mean. That is mean-spirited. And that's from some London newspaper. Well-meaning. Yeah, I suppose that was... Yeah, lovely stuff. Um, Fans of Kate... Wear the garments considered a now and hip. Hmm. And that's the kind of thing that will probably get them splattered all over Face magazine, which is probably the target audience they're aiming for. Yep. It's an enjoyable experience watching them tonight, as throwaway pop songs in a Cure-esque manner is surely what makes the world go round. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That started off quite positive. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much of a dig. And I found a little bit... This has been quite fun finding these old gubbins places. You have to yeah. dig deep for this. Okay. Our first gig was crap, admits Jez. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Too many people came to see us, which I've never known us to fucking complain about before. <laughs> Steve was yep. so nervous, he got hammered and fell over. Is that true? You did, get ha- you did get hammered. I don't yeah. remember you falling over. But... Steve, guitar and vox, swiftly points out, <laughs> but we quickly progressed. Our second gig was quite good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and we haven't done a bad one since. Well, that's, well, that's, that's, bullshit. that's absolutely bullshit. Maybe I'll write this after the second gig. <laughs> I said that. Drummer Nick adds, I'd say every gig is a steady 7 out of 10, with the potential to leap to a 9. Or four to a five. <laughs> yep, fair. Jez spots an opening, oh, and makes a valiant effort to some, some, summon some rock star arrogance in the name of self-promotion. I'm going to come out now and say, we are quite good. <laughs> wow. We've been using that line a long time, haven't oh, we? We still say it. Yep. Um, and I did find some actually quite good reviews. Um, of the first EP, it said, I brought this on the recommendation of the Sunday Times culture section. It's amazing. This band will go far. Okay. Well, we didn't, but... No. And thanks for that. Someone called The Dogs What's It said, The Future of British Music by all their releases. Okay, there was only two, but yeah. do do buy them. Yep. We don't see a penny of that, but... And I found some... This is on... I don't know where this was. was. This is somewhere. It was Fans of Kate trivia. For, <laughs> basically for a quiz. Oh, right, okay. The tape, the song Tape 23 is named after a pornographic video compilation. Yep, true. Fans of Kate called their first fan Gargantua, but later replaced it with a van called Morag. Yep, true. A music video was filmed for I Don't Know What To Do With My Hands in March 2005, but was never released. <laughs> Not true. That was shown on the big screen in the top shop in Oxford yep. Circus. A second five-track EP produced by Robert Miles was also never released. <laughs> mm, it's true that it was never released. Yeah. It was also never recorded. He did a... He did a, he did a, gonna a be re- he did one remix I of mean, a song. We were gonna do something with yeah, Robert Miles, but... but he was charging £10,000 a track, which track is why to, it was never released. We could new afford it new. Fans of Kate were born in 1979. Nick is the youngest by a year. 
Fans of Cake were born in 1979. Yep, copy and paste well, it. We were. Famous fans of Fans of Cake include Billy Hallett. Who's <laughs> Billy Hallett? I don't know. Is that the guy from the subways? Billy Lunn. Oh, I don't know who the fuck Billy Hallett is. <laughs> Hallett? No. <laughs> I swear to God, I've just fucking found this stuff. Like someone's done well, like a kind of like a a pub quiz, like about fans of cake questions, which are mainly wrong. Billy, Billy Hallett, <laughs> you fish. Okay, and last, I actually did find something quite good. Nine out of ten. I love fans of cake. They're great, great because they actually look like a band. Boast the work ethic, which sees them play in the outermost limits of the known universe, mm-hmm. like Harlow, and sound like a head-on collision between Pablo Honey era Radiohead and the Killers, but boasting a ve- very British sensibility. That's and that actually, is pretty much all of the information that you can I find on the internet. I found on the internet in about fifteen minutes of actually bothering to look. Sure, but that's like deep in the darkest pages of four and five of yeah. Google. Oh wow. So, that's not about Pablo Honey <coughs> I don't like Pablo era no. Pablo Honey era Radiohead but yeah. we probably did but this is why I don't understand all this they claim to be a haircut band I never remember saying that but maybe mm. we did no I think we did, we did. I, think, I think somebody said it in a review of us yeah like the, some poncy like drowned in sound maybe or okay. someone in a review in Oxford something yeah. like that called us a haircut band yeah. and then we took it as like a badge of honour okay and you showed me a picture of us earlier, yeah. we all had that same haircut. <laughs> same haircut. We all had a haircut. So I mean, to be fair, we all just had a haircut. Everyone's got a haircut, unless we're all baldies. That's true. We yeah. have hair, and it had been cut Scum by you. Could well have garbage. <laughs> One quarter of garbage. Yeah. The non-haircut band. Yeah. Every band is yeah. a haircut. Billy band. Corgan, not a haircut band. Uh, Billy Hallett likes us. <laughs> I wonder if Billy Hallett has a haircut. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, Amy Winehouse, celebrity fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who else? Uh, Noel Fielding. <laughs> that's, that's not actually true. That's not true. It's went to the same university. Florence. Florence from the... Florence and the Machine. She yep. came to see us. Yep. She was a genuine celebrity fan. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a celebrity at the time, but that's mm-hmm. not the point, is it? Fan is probably pushing it. A bit. Oh, she came to see us play. And then she was getting interviewed once and she asked how we were and she mm-hmm. referenced the band. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it. Taking I'm, it I'm running with it. Fish with that one. Yeah. Now, do you honestly feel, looking back, yep. do you feel that we did deserve more acclaim, or do you think we, looking back, we were probably not ready for uh, to have had any more? No, I think that loads of bands aren't ready. I think they kind of become ready as they go. I think we mm. were just from looking at reviews, people either fucking like like loved it or they absolutely hated it. Like it didn't seem that there was much in between with us. Like we knew listen to that Bennett when Jason was. I mean, I don't know if you've listened to this or not, but when he was talking about his his podcast, like uh, getting dogged out all the time, and like people either loved them or seemed to hate them. Yeah, and that's why I kind of connected with that kind of conversation because it felt very similar to us. Like, actually, in my research, we actually played a gig with Block Party, and it references us at the gig and the the gig that we played with them before they got famous. We were on the bill before them must have been yeah we were first on yeah. yeah and youth movie soundtrack strategies who were like oh mm. were Block Party first on I think Block Party were first I on I think they were because I didn't watch them because I was nervous Too arrogant. I wish <laughs> having a haircut probably probably get my haircut yeah yeah but I and think that was Billy, Billy Hallett backstage yeah 
but yeah and that's where they met their manager the guy from menswear who was really excited about seeing them mm. obviously didn't Oops. stay for us obviously otherwise he'd have signed us I, I think we went on last that gig yeah I, I have little to no memory of it yeah. I remember you getting in a bit of Aggie with a the guitarist sort of hope B, yeah, a B list indie celebrity mm. was that the same gig the Cooper Temple Colossus came yep. to yeah. yeah so that when you think about that there was well, like the Cooper Temple Colossus <laughs> came to see us yep we were on last headline well, Vertical was headlining block party we were still called Reagan we were just on the cusp of going into Fans of Kate World so we we were singing yeah right okay we were in loads of I didn't cups. realise we'd played gigs as Reagan with us it was right singing. in the cusp yeah right okay because <clears throat> obviously we've probably spoken about this before on the mm-hmm. podcast how we were called Reagan and we had a different singer and then he decided he didn't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. but we all wanted to carry on and we auditioned lots of singers and then the end after auditioning lots of really bad or mm-hmm. borderline incompetent yeah. singers we me and you decided to be the singers yeah in a how would you describe fans of Kate for some reason um, unfortunately <clears throat> it's not on Spotify yeah you can't I don't even know I've got any music anywhere I don't even know how you'd find your it your brother keeps sort of saying to me there is there is got there, a... there is music on you can buy a copy didn't Raph put it on Bandcamp or something I think it was on Bandcamp I don't even know if anyone listens to that or not um, but it's you can buy a copy of the EP on CD for 79p <laughs> Maybe got a a brother you don't like and get him something for Christmas. The second single was uh, had a remix from Simia Mobile Disco. Yeah, released on Moshi Moshi Records, and they're still going. They're still quite relevant. That's the guy. What's what's his actual name? (coughs) Jay. I feel like he's James. James something, something, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he like he produced Arctic Monkeys albums and stuff. He's had a massive career in music. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, we. I mean, we sort of rub shoulders with some people who've gone on to be very successful <laughs> but I yeah I look back and that, I don't think we were I don't think we understood the game hey, actually I've got an excellent quote as well oh god <laughs> I don't think we understood the game and we and we were getting we were played on Radio 1 I remember Zane Lowe said yep. played a song called A Pattern and said that that's I'm pretty sure he said <clears throat> I don't like it, but I think it's going to be a hit or something yeah, like that. It's annoying enough to be a hit. But yeah, I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Mac didn't like us. The Mac didn't like us, but the Sunday Times said we were going to be the next big thing. Like, yeah. You know, there was there was a degree of hype. Yeah. So it's not like we were completely ignored. We were selling out big like venues in London, like round the corner events. Yeah. It's me. It was like it was like that. It just never quite got to the next. Didn't that next. Just the next level. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but unfortunately. 13th of October 2005, Jamie <laughs> Brown revealed on his blog that he had left the band. Well, a piece of rock history. And I quote, so here I am. This is it. This is me. I am alone now. Jamie and FOK had a meeting and it was decided by both parties about three months previous that I didn't belong there. I just can't do the new direction that is happening. I used to love playing those songs, but I just can't do it in the way it's going. I can't. We are all still friends and all. It's never fucking spoke to him since. It's incredibly amicable, but the band I love being in is gone. It's gone. It's a dramatic statement. Absolutely isn't it? classic, Jamie. Fucking yeah. overly dramatic. Yeah, very emotional right now. 
Yeah. You can hear the tears on his keyboard. I can literally hear Jamie writing that as well. Like the way in the middle he goes into the third person and says, yeah. Jamie and fans of Kate yeah. at the meeting. <laughs> yeah. You're Jamie. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. This was <clears throat> confirmed in the band's website on the 7th of November. Fans we, of Kate continue to I didn't know we could work the website without well, Jamie. Jamie did it. <laughs> oh, right. Never, never oh, gave us the password, so we never did anything with it since. <laughs> Yeah, those were the days before we could even do anything with yeah. websites. The internet, you, know, we gave us the you have to remember the internet was very new at that time. Yeah. We didn't know how to work it. This is such a weird thing, right? So it. Fans of Kate continued to gig until December 2005, after which they appeared to go on a hiatus. <laughs> yep. In January 2006, a new band was revealed. <laughs> it's a fucking short hiatus. <laughs> Blimey. It was like a four Not hour... To, that's a... Hiatus. So we That's a weekend it. break. <laughs> so in December 2005, we broke up. I had a hiatus. Had a cup of tea. And in then January 2006, we formed a new band. We were very efficient. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's <clears throat> one hell so, of a hiatus. Yeah, you you really have to put some work in to actually listen to that band. Mm. Uh, but that yeah, that was mine and Steve's sort of first real brush with. Yeah. Being a oh, real well, band, actually, I remember once. Um, what's his name? Nick Grimshaw. Oh yeah, Nick Grim- yeah, yeah. See, he he was. We were his first interview, and yeah. I remember him on the tube, like shouting out, "Whoa, fans are coming!" Look at him now. Well, and I one thing that always sticks in my mind is once in like the Evening Standard, yeah, there was a headline that said "Hands of Kate," ooh, which is like a pun on our. Yeah. A pun on our band name, which yeah. well, that's what I took it as. Yeah. It was a story about Kate Middleton, oh. Hands of Kate, I, and if that isn't a pun on fans of Kate, mm. I don't, I don't get it. There's a lot of um, fans of Kate stuff, fans of Kate Middleton. Well, yeah. So yeah, I had to wait for that to get to the gub- to get to the real meat and veg of the so, important stuff. Yeah, in my arrogant head, we were big enough to have puns made on our name. Mm. Well, I had to sign autographs. There you go. Out on the street, I signed numerous autographs. Right, just randomly going places. There you go. There you go. I'll stick that in your. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. So that is as much as I could find that still exists without being deleted. Um, yeah. Originally from High Wycombe, they moved to London. So that's all true. Yeah. <laughs> You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Old Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers.
Yeah, that, so we've happens. done a cover. We did a version <coughs> cover. We did a cover yeah. of one of the songs from Fans of Kate. Yep. In here this morning, uh, which is called "Cold Is Not the Flu." A cold is not the flu. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as usual, it was with little preparation, and it would normally. It's one of your favourite songs of ours, isn't it? And normally it has a big epic guitar solo. It's normally a big one. Yep. Steve whips out his axe and yeah. really shreds. Yeah, when we, we play did, it we did a little version. We just a little version. We just did a little version on my shitty keyboard and Steve's acoustic. Yeah. But it, like we know. do with everyone. So it's, yeah, nice, yeah, it's nice to give them the same treatment every week. Of course. No special treatment. Yeah, all equal. Yeah. More so than that, aren't I? Yep, always, always the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so we did that at the end. So I hope you enjoy it. Stick around for that. Yep. In the meantime, let's talk about our responses. Well, let's clap ourselves into the Hall of Fame first. Welcome, that? welcome us. That's always a nice, Number nice thing to do to kind of come in like a mid-season break to um, talk about that. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed that. It was funny. It was funny doing it, like seeing some of the stuff. And I was going to make some reviews up, but I thought a bit. Yeah, it, Steve had been teasing me all day, saying that he'd found loads <clears> of reviews where saying, "Oh, the singer's <laughs> nose came on a full three minutes before the singer." <laughs> but thankfully he didn't I didn't find any any nose-based conversation mm. fashion and hair mainly being dug out about that haircut band haircut Billy band. Hallett who was a big, big nose band yeah <clears throat> okay uh, yeah so you put out a question last night on Instagram that was what are your weird Christmas family traditions yeah so as promised could you share some of the responses okay so, with no particular order, your fave necromancer. Yep. It's frowned upon to not start drinking as soon as you wake up on Christmas Day. That's not something weird. That seems quite normal, is not it? Well, as soon, family, as, soon as you families, wake up. Yeah. There is a big, yeah, there's a big drinking culture <clears throat> in my parents' house on Christmas Day. But as soon as you wake you don't, you have a coffee first, surely. Mm, mm. We have to put up Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo when we decorate the house. Mm-hmm. Lauren the lawn. Yep, so it should be. Instead of a star, we have the bat signal on the top of our tree. <laughs> Lovely. I'm Batman. That's bad, bad language. Um, bad. No matter how old we are, we all still sit in our parents' bed and have orange juice and biscuits. That's, That's weird. Chloe, our very own Chloe. Oh, yeah. Orange juice and biscuits. <laughs> a strange combination. Pitting my Christmas tree up too early. <laughs> we have a roast dinner on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, Galley. crazy. Yep. Oh, sorry, you <laughs> keep talking about yourself because some of these are like random. <clears throat> Wait until after Christmas dinner to open presents. That's, oh. that's a maverick move. Mm. They can't have any kids in that house, household. My parents introduced... Uh, yeah. We don't do it in my house. <clears throat> I don't. I wasn't sure about this rule or your parents. What about that? Opening presents after... Yeah, wasn't there a weird rule there come up with? Well, they introduced afternoon presents. Okay. I guess because we were so sad that it was all over by yeah. like half past ten. Okay. They introduced... You, Smaller, not as good presents, yeah. but something still to open after, in the after afternoon. After Christmas dinner, yeah, which extended the fun, which I've always thought was a lovely. Yeah. Do you, know, you don't know about your kids? No, no. <laughs> they seem well. 
Yeah, if I suppose if one year they are really sad that it's over, maybe yeah. we'll introduce it. But yeah. they seem okay so far. They seem okay. It's quite nice to have li- like saving one back. Yeah, even if you just save one. Still having make, something yeah. something to look forward to because there yeah. is that thought of you've built it all up for that long, and then it's all you've opened them all really quickly. Are you, quick, are you, are you a fan of rip open over it really quick? Or you no, wait? you go around the room one at one at a time. Yeah, extend that fun. Yeah, you, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. How long is that going for? Hours. It depends how how generous we've been. Yeah. And how financially mm. <laughs> viable it is. Mm. But I mean, it was going pretty close to lunch oh, okay. last year. But then last year we had COVID, so I think everything was going a bit slower. Okay. But we still. If I was still up until like five, four or five years ago, I was still going back to my parents, and me and my wife would go to our individual houses for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I would still get into my parents' bed. And open, uh, open presents. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Would you have an erection? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, when I first went in there, yes. But as soon as <laughs> then, it would settle down. It would settle down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got one every morning, regardless of what I'm doing. <laughs> That's just the kind of virile guy I am. Morning, Dad. Morning, Father. Okay. I'm Roger Moore. <clears throat> okay. Uh, wisdom. Was that, that the end? That's the end, isn't it? Yeah. We've got the, no, we've got lyrics. Of course we have. My mistake. Okay, I'm going to do a Christmas yeah. edition. Oh, okay. Oh, don't the lyrics sound weird when you read them out? Don't the lyrics sound... That was ooh, borderline controversial. You got away with it. So, this week... <clears throat> I'm got, I was thinking maybe go for a Christmas one, but I think... Mm. I haven't. What I have gone for is the Black Eyed Peas, My Humps. Oh, my lovely... Are you familiar lady, with the song? My lovely lady bumps. <clears throat> That's the one. Which I think really stands up to just really... Cl- what, close scrutiny? Close, close uh, inspection. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. <clears throat> what you going to do with all that junk? All that junk inside your trunk. Oh, he's talking about his big <laughs> willy. I'm going to get, 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 get you drunk. Oh, oh is this one of them, is it? Get you, get you love drunk off my hump. My hump, my hump, my hump, my hump. My hump, my hump, my hump. My lovely little lumps. Check it out. What? Is that him singing that or someone else I don't know I, mm, I think that probably starts with uh, her, her Fergie right. she's talking about her um, breasticles uh, I don't know if it's ever made clear whether it's the breasts or the butops oh ok oh, well, maybe by the end of this song we'll know okay. <laughs> finally once and for all yeah. we'll know that's <laughs> been concerning about. me over these years yeah it's been driving the world crazy I drive these brothers crazy oh yeah. I do it on the daily really right they treat me really nicely they Good. buy me all these ICs. I think they like diamonds. Oh, not terrorists. <laughs> ICs. <laughs> ICs. I C E Y S. Dolce and Gabbana. Oh, of course. Fendi and that Donna. Karen. What? <laughs> Karen, well, that's the start of a new line. Oh. Karen, they be sharing all their money. Got me wearing fly gear, but I ain't asking. Oh. They say they love my ass in seven jeans. 
Oh, oh come oh, on! Better. True religion. I say no. Oh dear. But oh. they keep giving, so I keep on taking. And no, I ain't taken. We can keep on dating. Now keep on demonstrating. Oh, nice. My love, brackets love, my love, my love, my love, brackets love. You love my lady lumps, brackets love. My hump, my hump, my hump, brackets love. My humps, they got you. She's got me spending. Oh, spending all your money on me and spending time on me. She's got me spending. Oh, spending all your money on me. On, on me, on me. Up me. <laughs> Over me. In me. Uh, what are you going to do with all that? This is like a call and response type thing, right? Him, I assume him and her thing. I guess so. Can we back on him now? His, his lumps haven't really come into it. What are you going to do with all that ass? Oh, so, oh, there you go. It's clear. It's about the... Oh, right. It's the butox. <coughs> it's the butox, not the breasticles. No. What are you going to do with all that ass? All that ass inside them jeans. I mean... I preferred it when it was metaphor. He's actually... Mm, he's just coming just, out of it now. Just said, yeah, I'm talking about your ass. Yours. <laughs> Yours. I'm going to make, make, make you scream. Make oh. you scream, make you scream. Because oh. of my hump. One of those backs. It's like, it's like Quasimodo. He's <laughs> my hump. It's making me do it. Uh, I met a girl down at the disco. She said, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, let's go. I don't believe she said that no. for a second. Repeating herself. Yeah. Speech impediment. Hey, yeah, let's go. I could be your baby. You could be my honey. Let's spend time, not money, and mix your milk with my cocoa puff. <laughs> milky, milky cocoa. <laughs> mix your milk with oh, my cocoa I puff. Love cocoa pops. Milky, milky. Right. Mm. Okay, and then yeah, my, my favourite. It starts to repeat itself a little bit. Mm. There's something about I'm gonna start some drama. You don't want no drama, mm. baby llama. Yeah, <laughs> and then he yeah he's, he's what you gonna do with all that breast? Oh, so he, oh he's both. It's all the lumps. Just he likes lump. all the lumps. Any lump he can get his hands on. Yeah, what you gonna do with all that breast? All that breast inside that shirt. I mean, stop making it so obvious. It could have been a metaphor there. So he's saying he just likes any any bump on a lady he's into. Yeah, and she said, well, happily, we can date, but, he, but I don't come cheap. Yeah, you've got uh, to buy me Dolce and, Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah, and Fendi and that Donna. Yeah. Karen. Karen Miller. <laughs> Donna Karen, I ain't fucking heard of that. It's a fashion label. Of course it is. Okay. Who you meant to be in fashion? Okay, well, that yeah, that's don't the lyrics sound weird when you read them out, and I think they do. <clears throat> they sound, the they sound creepy and pervy, if I'm honest. A little bit. So many songs. No, they sound always creepy, creepy, aren't they? Yeah. Like, creepy and like too much. Yeah. So, I'm in a club and I saw a really nice girl. I didn't talk to her because I was too embarrassed, <laughs> so I was just with my friends. See you later. Yeah. Went home and had a wank. like that, yeah. yeah. I was too scared. I was worried if I went to talk to her, I'd say something stupid, I'd fall over and hit her in the head. So I went home, had a lovely wank, yeah. and then got it out of my system. Just described our mate Sponsor's <laughs> evening once. Yep, literally. Yeah. And when he had the wank, it was into his grandmother. No, that, <laughs> that was libelous. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Steve's wisdom. So this is less of a quote and more of a reading. Okay. Ooh. So this is from a book I have, which is about meditation and mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Accepting what is. This is from Buddha. And if... 
you find this quite jarring going from Lady Lumps straight into some wisdom. <laughs> Buddhist wisdom. Hey. Yeah. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Life often shoots an arrow at you and wounds. You, however, by not accepting what has happened, by worrying about it, by saying it is unfair and wondering how long the pain will last, we tend to shoot a second arrow into the open wound and increase and prolong the pain. Pain is often given, but suffering is optional. Taking a mindful approach to illness means initially accepting what is. Mental illness, I guess, or physical illness. Yep. So, life often shoots an arrow at you and wounds you. However, by not accepting what has happened, by worrying about it, by saying it is unfair and wondering how long the pain will last, we tend to shoot a second arrow into that open wound and increase and prolong the pain. Pain is often given, but suffering is optional. Don't even know what that means, do you? <laughs> Got it there. Yeah, that's that's that might be too, out of my uh, yeah. Pay zone. That's, that's that's the Buddha. That's the main man. So basically, big I think guy, what he's saying, literally. what I can think he's saying, is that we we all suffer. We can all be wounded, and we all have things. But how we deal with that is optional to us. How we approach that, we can. I suppose what he's saying is that we can we can bemoan it. We can let it affect us, or we can just try and get on with get on with it. That that is our choice and how we kind of deal with those with that news whether it's the bad news or illness or whatever it might be I think it's like something the bad has happened we can how we re- how we react to that is mm. on us whether you we can't stop the, we can't stop that first arrow coming but what you can do is <coughs> how you approach that situation mm-hmm. is whether or not the second arrow will, be, will hit into the same wound or whether or not we can kind of overcome that I think yeah, I think that's a good interpretation. Mm-hmm. It's sort of saying, yeah, you everybody gets hurt, but yeah. it's how you how you cope with that with afterwards. The pain. Yeah, you, do you sort of wallow in it and kind of Let feel kind sorry of for yourself you. and yeah, yeah, become or do you fight it and yeah. get on with it? Yeah, and and t- make the most of what you do have. Yeah, take take the positives from what you do have in that situation. So I on a very sort of less metaphorical level, but physical pain, where you sort of find that if you Say you have a cold, if you sort of mope around and sit there and be lazy almost. Yeah, and just you can bemoan yourself and be, and be like, oh, worries me. You actually feel worse, yeah. but if you like sort of act like you don't have it and sort of get out there and mm. you feel much better. That's just on a very basic level, but it's just, I suppose the same with men- mm. mental health. And th- Yeah, I mean, this is not even, this is from a completely different stool to other pains I've got from, but all about mindfulness, basically. And I think mm. the, uh, the acceptance that sometimes things go wrong. But how you deal with those things is what makes you the person that you are. Things go wrong for all of us. Mm. Well, thank you, Buddha. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Very much the Buddha of culture stuff. <laughs> Certainly, you've seen his in look. Stomach, stomach ladies. Just joking. Yeah, He's I a know. stallion of a man. Oh, yeah. No, I've put a bit of timber on in the last few years. <clears throat> but there you go. So, and I'll, I'll probably be putting more on as Christmas. Mm, I hope so. So we not going. We're going to be out of action until the new year. Now we're going to take a couple of weeks to kind of. We've got work as well because it should be busy. We have a lot to do that and spend time with our families. So yeah, which and is important. A, and have a breather and refresh and get back to enjoy. But I've really enjoyed these first ten. Mm-hmm. I think it's been fun. It's nice to have a sort of structure and sort of stick to it and yeah. talk about a different band each week that we you know yeah. that we're passionate about. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it too. Have a nice couple of weeks. Have a great Christmas. We'll be back from um, bands 11 to through 20. Yep. And we are planning in the second half. We'll talk about this next season, but 
penciled in we're going to try and do the last one of the 20 we're going to try and do a live one yep that's that's the plan and we're also hoping to have a few guest musicians on a couple of our covers in the uh, okay. in the new year which yeah. I think would be nice or to up a game up a, yeah exactly <laughs> side B <coughs> yeah of the album uh, but stick around uh, listen to our song it's called A Cold Is Not The Flu uh, for, by it's by Richard May- the words of Richard Madeley <laughs> yes yeah. as many of the great songs are yeah. inspired by something Richard Madeley said but it's a metaphor do remember that uh, thanks for listening love you lots goodbye Merry Christmas Bye. Ta-ta, ho, ho, ho.